Crime does not pay. Sylvie, I'm going out. This time of night? What for? The fire is near here. You and your fires. What are you, a little boy? Stop chasing fire engines. Grow up. That was my mistake, growing up. Of all the silly things to say. Silly, that... What else is there to do for excitement? I could mention a few things, like taking your wife out, for instance. I mean real excitement. Action! Like the ladders going up, the horses dragged up the fire escapes, people jumping into nets, all the bells, the sirens. Oh, what's the use? They're coming back already. A small fire. Someday... Someday there's going to be a real fire in this neighborhood. A real fire. Nick, stop it. When you talk like that, you frighten me. In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear Gasoline Cocktail, starring Bela Lugosi. Now... Crime Does Not Pay, starring Bela Lugosi as Nick Segadon in Gasoline Cocktail. Sometimes the trouble begins out of sheer frustration. The need for excitement, the need to blow off steam, can cause a man's mind to work in devious ways. There's the thrill holdup the beating administered more to the world at large than to the immediate victim, the theft for the sake of the dare it represents. With Nick Segadon, it was the lighted match, the licking flame, and, of course, the roar and scream of the fire engines racing through the city streets. Two lines, two lines in the front door. Line up 74 and 56 engines. Their pipes standing by. Third floor gone, Chief. All right. Pull out the men from 25 foot. Denny, Denny, turn in the second. This one's too hot for us to handle without help. Yes, sir. Chief, the 6th Battalion ordered me to report to you, sir. We're 22 truck. 22 truck. When did you get here? First two on the second. All right, I'm releasing you. Go back to quarters. Yes, sir. Driver... Notify dispatcher. All second alarm equipment released and sent back to quarters. Well, Chief, you uh, almost had yourself a nasty one, didn't you? No, Warren. Well, how's the fire marshal's business? Still doing things with magnifying glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Microscopes these days. I see you had three boys hurt. Uh, nothing too bad. Punctured hand, cut cheek. We were lucky this time. The stairwell was like a chimney. Fire mushroomed up onto the third floor. Took six women down the ladders. A... Um, you find anything yet? Uh, looks like the usual. Baby carriage full of trash under the stairs. Cigarette, match, boom. 
I'll see you around, Chief. Right, Warren. Chances are you will. I, uh, I beg your pardon, sir. Hmm? You are the fire marshal? Yes. yes. How do you know? I've seen the car in which you came to the fire. Since I was a boy in Hungary, I've I followed the fires. I guess boys are boys all over the world. Yes, all over. But I wish to know, have you found out how this started? You found out where it started? Why do you want to know? Oh, it's uh, just uh, that I'm interested in these things. And this is a bad one. Uh, bad isn't the word for it. We're just lucky no life was lost. Yes, very lucky indeed. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. If people only were more careful where they throw matches. Sylvie, I'm going out. This time of night? What for? The fire is near here. You and your fire. What are you, a little boy? Stop chasing fire engines. Grow up. That was my mistake, growing up. Of all the silly things to say. Silly, is it? What else is there to do for excitement? I could mention a few things, like taking your wife out, for instance. In the old days in Budapest, you ran after the engines with me. Now I wish I hadn't. There was excitement then. Now what? A job to go to with men I would not care to look at. Then back to this, this house... Day after day, night after night. No, Nick, not night after night. And even though you don't care to look at the men, you look at a girl, all right. Sylvia, this is... I know her name, Edna Hall, and her address, 5546 Erie Street. Yes, I know. But if you think, Nicholas Sagan, that I let go of you, you are wrong. Wrong. But don't you see this is all in your mind? In my mind? I have walked past her house. Of course there is a house in your mind. This, uh, all this is like myself and the engines. You wish for excitement, and there is none. So, my poor Sylvie, you make it up out of your head that I, your Nicholas, go for rides in a car with another woman. Right, my dear Edna. Tonight, you are more lovely than I ever seen you. Oh, Nick, you're teasing me again. Listen. What's the matter, darling? You hear them? The fire engines? Oh, that, yes. I will go to the fire, too. Nick, you're like a little boy. You do not mind this? No, I don't. But a cop would mind the way you're passing red lights. Oh, for a moment, I think I'm really driving the big truck. But you're not. Oh, Nick, there they are. See all the red lights up there? I see them. Edna, you're excited too. Oh, who wouldn't be? Ah, it's nothing. They haven't even taken the hose off the hose truck. There's nothing to watch. Why, Nick? Shouldn't you be glad it wasn't much? But perhaps it was discovered too soon. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I, I'm glad. Now, let's stop here, near the park. It's a good place to stop, huh, Edna? Darling. Oh, Nick, I wish I could bring you home with me. But you know how Dad is. He thinks you're too middle-aged for me. Mm, perhaps I am. Oh, oh you... Nick. Nick, you're wonderful. 
and you. You are more than wonderful. I cannot be without you. Is this a proposal, Nick? Are you asking me to marry you? I... I cannot ask that, my beloved. She... she's not well. There cannot be a divorce. I'm sorry, Nick. I guess you'd better take me home. So, you... you too are like all the others. Nick! The rides, the kisses... But always we must be married. Is love nothing in this country without marriage? Nothing? Nick, people will hear you. Oh, so let it be. I'll take you home. Again, I'm rejected. But there will be a day. A day for Nicholas Segedin will come. Soon. What are you doing in that closet? Looking for something. Why didn't you ask me first? All right. I ask you second. The glass jug in which came the wine from your father. Where is it? Right up there on the shelf. I straightened the closet yesterday. Thank you. You need this rag, Sylvia? No. What do you want with it? Always questions. Oh, Nick. You've been like your old self these past few days. You've been home at night. I told you once I'm not changed. What do you want with the jug? I am uh, cleaning the seats in the car. So I will draw gasoline from the tank into the jug, and with that rug, I I will wipe. Uh, Very simple, isn't it? Oh, be careful, won't you, dear? Careful. Yes. Gasoline burns and explodes. Be careful. (laughs) Yes, I will be careful, very careful. But like everything in this world, if the gasoline explodes in the proper place, it is all right. Explodes? Where, Nick? Where? Where else but in the motor of the car. Where else? Almost ready to turn out the light, Jane? Yes, I am ready, Edna. All right, hop her to bed. Oh, your bed is softer than mine. Uh, that's one reason why I like to spend the night at your house. What's the other reason? Oh, I like to talk in the dark like this. What about Jen? <laughs> oh, just anything. It's easy to talk in the dark. That's why I come over. You know, Edna... You're only a few years older than I am, but you know so much more. I'm flattered. I wish it were true. Jen! What's that? Through the window. Somebody threw something. It's, it's burning! Hammond, Denny, Truck 25 reporting, Chief. We found a couple of roasts on the first floor. Whereabouts, Denny? Room where the fire started. There seems to have been a bedroom, sir. The metal frame of the bed is still recognizable. Mm. Anything on the man in the other bedroom? Yeah, doctor says it's smoke poisoning and shock. He'll be all right. Okay. There's a public ambulance coming down from City Hospital. I have to take the bodies to the morgue. But don't bring them out on the street until the ambulance is here. Yes, sir. And notify the dispatcher I'm releasing 22 truck and 74 engine. 
Well, if it weren't for those two deaths, this might not have been as bad as it looks. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Gasoline Cocktail. We continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Bela Lugosi as Nick Sagadon in Gasoline Cocktail. Whenever death has been caused by fire, even under the least suspicious circumstances, the fire marshal is joined in his investigation by the district attorney's office and the police. Therefore, the day following the death of Edna Hall and her guest Janice, three men checked over the wreckage of what had been the girls' bedroom. Fire Marshal Warren, Assistant District Attorney Morrison, and Detective Stein. The girls must have been sleeping soundly for it to get so much headway. A neighbor who pulled the box said he heard what sounded like an explosion. Seen anything of a gas heater or an oil stove? The building's steam heated. Oh, the uh, men on the first truck to respond said it looked like a, an oil fire to them. Hello. Uh-huh. Find something, Marshal? What's this look like to you, Marson? Piece of glass. Too heavy for a light bulb, but... What do you think, Stein? Oh, perfume bottle, maybe. One of those things girls like to have on dressing tables. It's a mighty big bottle. Look at the curvature of the glass. Yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, wouldn't the heat of the fire have melted it? Not without blackening it some. Anyhow, I found this in a corner behind the fire. Behind it? In this oven? Yeah. Notice that corner near where the window was? Barely a smoke mark. Something forced the fire away from there and tossed this glass fragment in there. Explosion is right, then. Hey, wait a minute. How about this? <laughs> Looks like the neck and the handle of a, a, a gallon jug. I saw it a minute ago and passed it up. It's the same glass as the Marshall's fragment. The microscopes will prove that for us. Now, hold it up to light a minute. Yeah, sure. Here. There. See those bits of, well, lint, I guess, on the inside of the bottleneck? Yeah. They look like it. One will get you ten there. That's how it started, all right. A jug of gasoline with a lighted rag in its neck tossed through the window. Boom. Molotov cocktail. What's that, Stan? I said Molotov cocktail. We use beer bottles against Nazi tanks in the bulge. Same principle. And pretty much the same effect. <laughs> Try not to be too long, Mr. Hall. In fact, I'm sure the doctors won't permit us to stay more than a few minutes. That's all right, Mr. Morrison. Anything I can do to help. Um, we're convinced, Mr. Hall, from various bits of physical and chemical evidence that the fire in your daughter's room began with a gasoline explosion. Yes, we think it came from outside, Mr. Hall. A gasoline grenade through the window. From outside? Oh. Then you think it was murder, too? Do you, Mr. Hall? It's a grim charge on just my personal dislike of a man. As someone who had cause to, well, want your daughter out of the way? Yes. She thought she was in love with him. 
I refused to let him in the house. She was meeting him outside. I knew it. Then she found out he was married. She broke it off with him. He was... Uh, well, I, I didn't like him, that's all. Do you know his name, Mr. Hall? Yes, it's Nick Zegadon. He worked where Edna did. You can get his address there. Mrs. Segadon? I am she. I'm from the district attorney's office. My name is Morrison. This is Fire Marshal Warren, Detective Stein. May we come in, please? You can see our credentials if you wish. Oh, no, no. Come in. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please, sit down. We'd like to see your husband. We understand he hasn't been to work for three days. I'd like to see him, too. When did you see him last, Mrs. Segadon? Three... Yes, three nights ago. He, he went out. He did not come back. Did he, uh, did he do anything funny that night, ma'am? No, nothing. Just he went out to clean the seats of the car. Uh, with what, Mrs. Segadon? Oh, with gasoline. Where'd he get it? Uh, the gasoline, I mean. Oh, from the car, in a glass jug in which glass we had jug. wine. Well, that makes some sense. What, what do you think he has done? We think he killed someone. A girl named Edna Hall. And we think he used the gasoline. You better tell us where he's gone, ma'am. I don't know. I don't know. I I knew she was dead. I saw it in the paper. I don't know where he went. One question, ma'am. Does your husband have any family anywhere in this country? Yes. An uncle, Joseph, in Miami. But he wouldn't go there. Thank you, Mrs. Segadin. He might not go there, and then again, he just might. All right, Stein. It looks as if you're going south this year, if only for a day or two. Well, nice place you've got here, Mr. Sagadin. Bet you do a swell business during the season, eh? <laughs> good. Not so good. We get along. You see what you like? You betcha. Five pounds assorted. Five pounds? We must make up. He's not ready. Not many five-pound customers this time of year in Miami, yeah, huh? Not many. You do not mind waiting? Oh, no, no, no. Go to it. From what I hear at the hotel, sweet spy Segadon are worth waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> you try a truffle while you wait, yes? Hey, thanks. Yeah, that's good. Very good. A service like this we don't get in New York. Huh. You live in New York? Yeah. My hometown. I have nephew in New York. That's so? What's his name? Maybe I know him. <laughs> if you do, you know my name. He is Nicholas Segadin, and that is a name nobody forgets. Besides, he moved just last week. That's so? Where to? Uh, not far. He write me postal cards, say he is tired of New York City. He moved to East Orange, New Jersey, street with very funny name. Uh, <laughs> Porter Street, 118 Porter Street. Like maybe the street carry his suitcase for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny name. Funny joke. <laughs> you got a phone booth here? Yes, sir. Right behind. Thanks. You. While you're finishing up that box, I think I'll make a call. I just remembered. I've got to warn someone about a fellow I know. A fellow who likes to play with matches. <laughs> Like 
the fire in the fireplace, Nicholas. Very much. Why? You stare at it so. All day as you watch the fire. I'm lucky, Lena. When I rented the room from your mother, <laughs> I didn't expect that her daughter and the parlor, fireplace and all were included. Nicholas, you make fun of me. I should say not. But of course not. <laughs> then the log falls, so it always makes me jump. Time for another log, oh, isn't it? No, it is too warm in here, Nicholas. You do not need another log. The fire will be too high. Fires are never too high, Lena. Watch the flames. See? It's like a dance. So light, so graceful. But such power, such strength in the flame, Lena. Even from a little match. A whole house sometimes. From a single little man. Nicholas, you must not talk like this. What then? Must I talk about your eyes, your hair, your pink cheeks? You do make fun of me, Nicholas. I don't know about flames, but I know when someone makes fun of me. You are a silly one. Come back here. No, I will go upstairs. I don't like you, Nicholas. I thought I did, but I don't. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Lena, my dear. I don't know. I don't know. Inside, maybe something is wrong. No, Nicholas, I do not want to sit and talk with you anymore. They all run away like rabbits, and they don't know why. Tomorrow I find another room. I cannot live with rabbits, but this, this rabbit will feel my anger. This she will know before very long. Miss Korsky? Yes? Your mother in, Miss Korsky? Uh, no, officer. She's downtown. Well, may we come in? This is Mr. Morrison, New York District Attorney and you know? Fire Marshal Warren. A fire? Uh, yes, yes, you may come in. All right, you. gentlemen. All right, Mr. Morrison, uh, you can take it from here. Thank you. Miss Korsky, is there a rumor here by the name of Nick Segedin? Nick? Y yes, sir. Is he at home? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, that is, I think so. He has the front room, second floor. You ever noticed anything, well, peculiar about this man, miss? Uh, peculiar? Uh, no, only... He likes big fires in the fireplace. Sounds like your man, gentlemen. Yes, let's drop in on him. Right. Which way, miss? Up, upstairs. First door on the right. Thanks, miss. I wouldn't come any further, gentlemen, if I were you. All right, Sagadin. We're here to take you in for arson and the murder of Edna and Janice Hall. This is easy to say. I have a bottle, a beer bottle, gentlemen, filled with gasoline, corked with a piece of rag. I have intended it as a parting gift for my landlady and her daughter. The house is full of mice. I find this a very effective means. No use, Sagadin. We've got you dead to rights, and you know it. One step more, gentlemen. Marson, Warren. Stop, look out. Get that bottle, Marson. All right, I've got it. Nice shooting, officer. Oh. All right, it doesn't hurt that much, Sagadin. It's only through your shoulder. It'll be fixed up good as new long before you burn for what you've done. Crime, the 
does not pay. Thaler Lugosi, who was starred as Nick Segadon in Gasoline Cocktail, will be back with you in just a moment. Now, here in person is Bela Lugosi. It is perfectly possible that Nick Segadin is more to be pitied than censored. Legally, Nick was sane, and he paid the penalty exacted by society. But society itself bears a large part of Nick's guilt. Nick never found proper training and education. Nick never found the opportunity to release his energies in the right direction. So you see, as always, it comes back to us, the responsible citizens of our community. If we see to it that the roots of crime, the social conditions which breed gangsters and warped people like Nick are removed... We will have taken a long step on the way to a better world. For ourselves, as well as the criminals, crime does not pay. Thank you, Bela Lugosi. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Marx D. Lowe, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental.